as I said, Monday evening, and of course it's night surgery, and in the studio I have our resident doctor, none other than Professor Carla Prof. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you, Desert? Alhamdulillah. How are you? Alhamdulillah. I can see you look alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nice to have you back here again. After okay, I had you last week, and then before that, you were absent. <laughs> you said you didn't want me this week, but I don't know. The forces beat you. Did, did, did I say so? <laughs> I wish I can replay that recording because now, now you're putting what's in people's minds. No, but uh, shukran so much for being here once again, Prof. And as I said to the listeners before the break, now it's general medical questions. Inshallah. In other words, any medical question they might have, they can call. Or they can send a question. Preferably, if possible, they can call and the number 021-442-3530. That's 021-442-3530. And the reason I'm saying preferably calling because many a times not all the information or relevant information is available on the WhatsApp or the SMS. And then Prof says, well, I would have liked to have known this, that and the other. And then it isn't there. So if you want to call, it's much better. Quite right. 021 Talking about calling, let's go to our first caller. Voice of the Cape, Assalamu alaikum. Salam to the most two important people on the show tonight. Dr. Professor I was in D6. You know, most every word I'm going to get treated like a queen. That's Gigi. That's his official circle. That's professor Okay. And then she gave me a prednisone on in my on top of my foot. Mm-hmm. It was swollen and and she looked in the urine and she looked at uh, what you talk to the blood. Mm-hmm. She said it's clean, you know. Good, alhamdulillah. Yeah, she said, are we not sure? This don't look what they say, G-O-U-T-S-S, don't yeah, say that word, yeah, don't say yeah, that word. Yeah, yeah. That no, word. But you know, honestly, she treated me so well and spoke so long as if she know me for years. She's a very, very good uh, professor. I just want to say shukran and thank you. Sometimes we don't appreciate, but really, I've been treated like a queen. But shukran, are you so very program? And it's a salusuki, liera, so you worry. Alhamdulillah. That's a nice one to start off with, talking about colleagues. And of course, the way that we know it's supposed to be. Let's just leave it there. It's supposed to be like that. All right, let's go to this question. It says, Assalamu uh, alaikum, a male, diabetic, age 68. Foot is starting to swell, inflamed. Doctor gave prednisones and antibiotic. Uh, Amoxone. How can this prevent? How can this be prevented to happen again? Okay, Tejif, so first of all, we need a diagnosis. Mm. And, you know, the doctor gave prednisone and an antibiotic, so I'm not sure quite what the doctor was thinking. Why, why, yeah. Uh, You know, the antibiotic could have been if he thought it was a cellulitis. Mm. And cellulitis is an infection, so we don't like to give prednisone. So I'm not quite sure what the doctor was thinking. Mm. But it sounds a lot like uh, what uh, Gigi was talking about, mm. uh, and it may well be gout, uh, Butezov. Right. 
So we need to do a blood test to see what the uric acid is. And maybe a better treatment would be something like colchicine, and if that makes it better, then that will almost definitely confirm the diagnosis of gout. Right, right, right. Okay, what we need to do is we now need to go for another commercial break, and uh, then, of course, the number in the studio is still 21 442 SMS number 47913, and the WhatsApp is 0722-380712. Night surgery it is, and of course, Professor Carla in attendance with us. General medical questions, 021-442-3530 is the number. And as we say, it's much better if you call us, because if Prof wants to ask a question or two, then you are on the line. Otherwise, you can send us an SMS, 47913 is the number. That's 47913. And if you do send us uh, these questions, Give as much information as possible. In other words, if you have an um, illness or you know you're under medication, let us know about it because then Prof can make an informed diagnosis. Otherwise, you can use the WhatsApp number. The WhatsApp number is 0722 But it's always better if you want to speak to Professor yourself free gratis for net all you need to pay for is air time let's go to the lines voice of the cape salam alaikum alaikum salam to yusuf and salam to the professor wa alaikum salam how are you guys alhamdulillah mashallah i hope you guys can fix me as well eh? <laughs> <laughs> but i used to be a professor i get to be given a problem i get um I get what the number pinch nerve gaat, and at some point, in the neck of lard and the by number twelve, thirteen vertebrae at the bottom. And the first week was some train my right bein so bit lamerach, and nada I had oog gaan aan my linker bein toe. And I get two weeks gaan for injections, and the injections was. So a, a, a brain bottle that is on the top of the bed and uh, mm-hmm. so a door skin in the one side. So why did you get the injection? In my boat. Okay, it's a Voltaren injection? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pain is not there for a month or it's not it's not a, a severe pain. Mm-hmm. But it's a pain in my linker bed is not always the week, not always the week. So had die pijn verbeter na die inspuiting? Ja, het het verbeter, maar het is nog altijd amper soos het een bykie. Ek kan vir een sekere tijd staan na op, en dan vir een sekere tijd kan ek hier staan na op, en dan moet ek sit of so iets. Maar is het elke dag so, of? Het is elke dag, ek het nog elke dag pijn, somtijds so maar die heel dag. En vir die sala moet jy op een stoel sit, of kan jy? Ja, ja. Yeah, because it's a bit awkward at the lower back as well, sir. Okay, but what makes you not uh, do it the normal way? Is it because of pain or lumpheid? Yeah. What is the problem? It's because of the pain, though. The pain. No pins and needles? No, no, not so, okay. so much the pins and needles. All right, so what's your question? Uh, my question is, uh, what is there that I can take for it? Because right now I'm only taking panados, not knowing what else to take for it, you see. Mm. And is the Pilado helping? For about 
half an hour and then it's back again. Okay, okay. You see, the question is whether it is a pinched nerve or not. Who said it was a pinched nerve? Um, the doctor said I went to before. And how did they make the diagnosis? Um, I have a history of it happening before on two other occasions, although it happened about the last one was about a year and a half ago. But how did that get better? Um, it got better on its own also, Yeah, but the see? injections and stuff. Yeah, but the injections were what, the same like you've been getting at the moment? Yes, sir. Okay, so you see the chances are that it's not actually a pinched nerve. And yeah. it sounds to me very much like what we would call a bursitis around the hip area. It's a form of fibrositis. Yeah. And if the panado is giving you some relief, then maybe you need to use something a little bit stronger like pain or pain. Yeah. And maybe intermittently take some Voltaren. All right. But uh, if all of that doesn't work, then maybe you need a cortisone injection into the bursa, which is troubling you. I see, I see. Okay, but I don't think it sounds like a pinched nerve. Okay. And the only way to make that diagnosis uh, definitively would be with an MRI scan. I see, I see. Okay. But, yeah, then, then uh, doctor, just one more thing. My wife uh, says under my foot is what they call, but I use a with a yield. Tell us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, that thing, I think it grows and it goes away and it grows. Mm. Do you but, have to um, do you have to cut it off, uh, shave it, or um, do you no, go to I a chiropodist? No, I it on its own, when it's big enough for me to pull it, and yeah. I pull it off. Actually. Okay, it's but it's 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 very sore because sometimes it's throbbing. Yeah, sometimes. You see, basically, it's due to pressure on the foot, yeah. and you need to see a chiropodist from time to time. Okay. You may also benefit from an insert in your shoe to redistribute the pressure or the weight. You know, on your foot. The wife. Yes, the wife. yes. And that should help. Oh, the wife. <laughs> but I know it's just my name. Yeah, because you're saying his foot. He's talking about his wife's foot. <laughs> okay, because you said you pull it off, you see. So now I understand. You're obviously doing the chiropodist's uh, work there. Yeah. But basically, it's, it's, uh, it's a callus related to pressure on the foot. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. All right. Shukran, Nibu. Shukran to you. Have a nice evening. Amen. Shukran, you too, inshallah. Wa alaikum. Wa What I'm saying that is, you know, some people might just misunderstand and say, okay, I must get insert for my... Just make sure that we are on the same page. All right, then let me go to the the next one. I believe there's another caller. Voice of the Cape. Salaam alaikum. Hello. 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 This is Hing Solomon speaking here. Yes, ma'am. You know, um, um, do I, I want doctor to give me good advice. Um, this uh, such type of a lame cramp. Am I left leg in the calves and am I right leg in the calves too? And uh-huh. I don't know what the cause of it is. How long have you had it? Quite a while now. How long is quite a while? Sorry? How long is quite a while? About a year and a half. A year and a half. All the time or come and go? Hello? Is it there all the time or does it come and go? All the time, every single day. Every single day. Worse in the morning or the evening? I've got no medication for it. Now, doctor wants to know, prof wants to know, is it worse in the morning or worse in the evening? 
usually at night. And is it there in the daytime at all? Sorry? Do you feel it in the daytime at all or is it only at yes, night? At home, at home. Very bad. Okay. And uh, how old are you? 55. Okay. And what have you used for it? Nothing really. Okay. All right, so, you know, it's a rather non-specific symptom, and the fact that it's going on for about a year and a half, and it isn't getting worse or causing any significant problems, suggests that it's probably not anything serious. Yeah. Uh, one of the medications that we use that sometimes helps is a tablet called quinine sulfate. Quinine sulfate. Quinine, Q -U quinine sulfate. 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 Yes. Uh, the strength is 300 milligrams at night. Yeah. But you'll need your doctor to write it up for you. Okay. And let's see if that gives you relief. If it doesn't, then you may need to see someone to examine you and see what is actually causing these cramps. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Assalamualaikum. Prof, I've heard, and I just want to find if it's a myth or if it's truth, that when people suffer cramps, especially in the calves and so on, sleeping and then getting these cramps, it's uh, something that they lack of. Is that true? Is that a myth? Or is it true? Yeah, look, it's not entirely a myth, Buddha Yusuf, uh, but you know, more often than not, uh, the cause is unknown. Hmm. Hmm. So among the causes that are known, some of the things they talk about is calcium deficiency right. and magnesium deficiency okay. and selenium deficiency. So, you know, these are, these are substances that are present in the body and uh, obviously are important for nerve conduction and those sort of things. Right. But more often than not, when we actually check the blood, we don't find a low calcium or a low magnesium. Okay. So, I don't know that we understand the mechanism. Uh. There's a lot of people who also complain of, you know, we use the broad term, restless legs. And, mm. 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 and again, it's a very nebulous term, very poorly defined, very non-specific. So, we don't really know exactly what it is. Right, right, right. right. Assalamualaikum, okay. Dr. I'm a 50-year-old female, that's 5-0. I swam yesterday and late last night my ears started to ache and then I yawn or swallow. It's like, uh, okay, tears, okay, T-J-E-R, okay. And then it says, there's water in my ear and painful. I did use drops all day and not helping. Okay, so basically what's happening is that uh, from the swimming, the, the pressures in the ear have mm. become a bit abnormal. So the internal ear and the middle ear and the inner ear are, you know, sort of having different pressures. And normally when you yawn, it tends to equalize the pressures. 
So a good example of that is when you're flying and as you come down to land, you'll feel a bit of pain in your ears. And that's because the pressure is changing within the aircraft. Right. And when you yawn, suddenly you just find the ears pop. And basically this is what needs to be done here is to try and get the ears to pop because right. there's probably some air trapped with a bit of water around. Mm. Mm. And if that doesn't work, then you may need to go and see an ENT because maybe that you're developing some sort of infection and that's increasing the pressure. Right. And you may need antibiotics or you may need syringing, you know. Mm. Mm. So I think it's most likely just a simple problem like that. Most times it takes a day or two and then it completely clears up on mm. its own as mm. well. Mm. Prof, I'm just thinking now, when we're talking about water in the ear, like a person is suggesting, um, how about laying on the ear when you sleep and lay on that side? That may help. That may help. You know, one of the things we discourage is that you try and clean the water mm. with mm. Uh, yeah, cotton I, buds I, and I, so I, on. Yeah. Do you follow? Yeah, drop that. Because then you just yeah, make buds, the problem yeah. worse, actually. Mm. Mm. So I would suggest you just forget about it, yawn as much as possible. Sometimes it helps to block your nose and mouth and blow and hard, and, uh, you know, that also equalizes the pressure in the ear, and that sometimes helps to pop as well. Right. But it should clear up uh, spontaneously. Right. Remember when I had Fidel Khan, the ENT, yeah, when he also said, you never wash your ear, because people, you know... Yes, the, yes, they think it's dirty it's and dirty so on. You, you it's dirty, should uh, never, never wash your ear. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Wash around the ear. foreign objects, you know, into mm. the ear. So I'm going to come to you, sir, Professor. I'm a 47-year-old female, weighs 65 kilograms. My legs and feet are always paining. I was at Hrinsky Hospital. They took x-rays of my lower back and legs. Doc says my upper leg was inflamed, gave me a steroid injection, but the pain don't seem to go away. I'm on Enelipril and Amleptamine, Tramadol, Anitriptyline, Nosa and Calcium Tablets as well as Nasal Spray. Okay, but so uh, yeah. You know, it depends on uh, what the doctors thought when they examined her at Rudskir. And uh, the cortisone injection, whether it was given into the knee or around the knee, more often than not, the problem is not in the knee itself, but actually in a bursa around the knee. Right. And if you inject the knee itself, then you're not actually treating the cause of the problem. So again, I think one needs to spend a bit more time with this kind of patient. Basically, what they've done is to give uh, painkillers. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll have to give it time and see what happens with the with the painkillers. Inshallah. Dr. Kala. Is Flutex advice for high blood patients, or what is the alternative for flu conditions for people who suffer from high blood or heart conditions? Yeah, that's a very good question, Yusuf. And unfortunately, all of these, you know, because they contain a bit of epinephrine, which is uh, a derivative of adrenaline, they will tend to uh, make the heart beat faster and Mm. maybe push the blood pressure up a little bit. Mm. So that risk is there with all of these medications, unfortunately. Right, right. So if you need to use them, then perhaps you need to increase your blood pressure tablets a little bit for that period of time. Otherwise, avoid them, Taisu. Right, right. Okay, assalamu alaikum. Anonymous, okay. I'd like to find out. When I was nine years old, I was diagnosed with vascular migraines. They told me that I would need to get a CT scan in a few years to follow up. 
I'm now 26 but still did not get the CT scan. So my question is, can it get worse and how can I treat it when it's severe? Okay, but the only piece of information they don't give us is whether the headaches actually got better between mm. the age of 9 and 26. Mm. And if the headaches got better, then chances are that she doesn't need any CT scan or, you know, any of that kind of investigation. Uh, but the best would be perhaps to try and speak to a neurologist. Mm. And chances are that you don't need any further investigation, to tell you quite honestly. Right. If there's nothing happening now, then it should be fine. Hopefully, yeah. Inshallah. Right, uh, so my next one, Assalamualaikum, doctor. The doctor at the day hospital said, I have arthritis in my bone. I asked him to give me a referral letter for Grotesgeer. He said, no, not now. I think that one we got last week also sometime. Mm. It sounds mm. like the same one. It does sound yeah. like it, isn't it? Because then that was the time when we said actually the bone and the joint are very different uh -huh. areas. Uh -huh. Okay. So, yeah, so that one was answered. Eh? Uh, because the doctor says no. So why wouldn't the doctor send, uh, give a letter, refer a letter? Okay. No idea, but, no I, idea. but I think we said the same thing last week. <laughs> All right, with that, let's take a break. My third read is Professor Carla with me, and of course it's general medical questions. However, the prof is a specialist rheumatologist. In other words, a bone and muscle specialist, and that's bone and joint muscle specialist. So if you need to, then you make an appointment to go see the professor in his capacity as a rheumatologist. The numbers there are 021-442-1966. 021 442 or 021-674-0695. 021-674-0695. Either one of those numbers, you call it, and then, of course, you can ask where you can see Professor. They will tell you at which rooms, at which times Prof will be at, inshallah. However, Prof is right here with me now, so you don't need to call to make an appointment, you just call and you can speak directly with Professor. However, let's go to this one, Salam. I'm 60 years old, diagnosed as diabetic in October 2017. On metformin, 500 gram tablets twice a day. Since the 2nd January, experiencing heel pain on the right foot only. Very bad when I wake up. I can't walk properly, but improves after the shower. Sitting at the desk during the day and standing up after a while is also painful. Not sure whether it's my heel or ankle. Just rubbing ointment, not taking any tablets. Okay, so that sounds very much like what we call a plantar fasciitis. Hmm. And I think we've spoken about this a few times on the program. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't know exactly what causes it, but it often gets better on its own. Mm. Of. Mm. So what we do is we use symptomatic treatment, and the best treatment is a, a, a form of anti-inflammatory. Right. So I would say maybe Voltaren 50 milligrams three times a day for about a week or two, and then stop the medication. What you might also want to do is to get a little uh, heel pad, you know, that you can get at the chemist uh, mm -hmm. and insert it in your shoe. 
Otherwise, maybe wear a shoe that has got a nice padding right. on the on the bottom. Uh, it looks like a, a Nike Air or one of these better sort of shoes. <laughs> and sometimes the Crocs actually work very well. But uh, okay, okay. So it's it's a good shoe to wear for foot problems. All right. So I'm looking. I'm 60 years old, female. I have high blood pressure. I'd like to know why my ankles got this aching, burning feeling. Okay, so, yeah, diabetic, I mean, hypertensive, nothing about diabetes. Nothing like that. Only I, aching only in the feet. Um, yeah, look, Potato, I think one needs to actually spend a bit more time. I mean, uh, it doesn't sound like gout. It doesn't sound like a form of arthritis. Sometimes the medication that you use can cause the feet to swell up a bit, but they shouldn't pain. Mm. So very difficult to be sure of it. Again, must be seen. I think it's better, you know, then the doctor can at least have a look and maybe ask a few questions mm. and see what's going on. Look at the movement of the joints in the foot mm. Mm. and try and work out what's the problem, actually. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum to Yusuf and Professor. I got stomach cramps and runny tummy since Saturday. USD, lopamide, and scorpix times two, still running. Please, lots of cramps. Please advise. Okay, so, yeah, that's a bit of a tough one, Joseph. The scorpix usually is supposed to be for cramps. But if that's not working, then maybe a tablet like Pascopen might work better. Mm. Uh, in terms of the diarrhea, you know, as we said before, we don't want to stop it because we want whatever is causing it to just uh, get rid of itself. Mm. And mainly to make sure that you remain well hydrated. So it's again very non-specific uh, sort of treatment. Sometimes using a tablet like still pain or stove pain can actually help because it's got codeine in it. Right. And the codeine also helps for the cramps and it, uh, you know, uh, will decrease the frequency of the stools. Mm. So that might be an option. Uh, sure. Very important point that you brought up there again, Prof. It's not about stopping it, but it's to help get rid of whatever's in your stomach, the yeah, bug. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're saying it's a bug. It's not always a bug. It right. may be a virus. So, you know, there's no medication that is sure. going to remove that. Sure. And most of them are what we call self-limiting. Hmm. So the main thing is to make sure that you don't get dehydrated from the so you diarrhea. Must drink a lot of fluids, you must. Sure. All right. So I'm looking to you, Professor. I'm a 57-year-old female, weighs 103 kilograms. I'm on Zubamor, 20 milligrams. Atco, Bicycle, 10 milligrams. Lancelot, 30 milligrams. Vera Hexol, 240. Milligrams. I suffer palpitations very bad. Also, a skip in the heartbeat makes me feel as if I want to faint. Very weird feeling. I've been for angiogram two weeks ago. Doctor says no blocked arteries. He actually says my heart is very healthy. So, can Professor perhaps say what can be the cause of the palpitation and is it something to worry about? Also, I have, I have it every single day. Something I notice, especially when I didn't eat, then it's worse. I suffer a hernia on the crop of my stomach. Shukran for the program. Okay, but I do so. Yeah, it's quite interesting because, you know, she had an angiogram, hmm. so she obviously saw a cardiologist. 
And I'm surprised that they didn't actually take it further to reassure this lady. Now, sometimes what happens is that you get intermittent uh, arrhythmias, mm. uh, which when you do the ECG, they're not there. Mm. So we now have a, a means where we can actually monitor the heartbeat for 24 hours continuously, like right. we do the blood pressure. Sure, sure. And by doing that, we may actually pick up the abnormal beat mm. when you're not aware of it. Right. Uh, and in that way, we can analyze it and see what's going on. And today, alhamdulillah, you know, we've got uh, cardiologists that are basically electrophysiologists. Mm. So what they can do is uh, they can map the whole uh, stimulation of the heart in terms of where the impulse starts mm. and how it mm. goes through to make the heart beat as a unit. Right. And they can identify this one focus that is giving an abnormal beat and they can actually burn it and uh, remove it. All right. And then your heartbeat will become completely normal. So I think this lady actually needs what we call a halter ECG, mm. which is a 24-hour ECG monitoring to see whether there's something that is triggering the abnormal beat at certain times or certain activities. Mm. Prof, uh, 103. Kilograms would that affect the heart, the weight? Yeah, look, I mean, she is overweight, but that shouldn't be a reason why she should be getting these kind of palpitations, Brezov. Uh, and losing weight will obviously make her feel better, but I'm not sure that it will improve the the abnormal heartbeat. Do you follow what I'm saying? Sure, sure. All right, let's go on. Next one reads as follows. Let me just get it to open up, then we can read it. Assalamu alaikum, doctor. I'm diabetic. I take my medication, but at night I feel a little restless. Can I take Bernardo's every night? It seems to work. Absolutely, but it's a very safe tablet, and if you're just taking two at night, it shouldn't be a problem, inshallah. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum to you, sir. And doctor, I was diagnosed with overactive thyroid. I'm a female, age 56. Now on a tablet, neomycazone and propanol. My question, can I take a vitamin tab? If so, which one is good that I can use? Okay, so basically the medication that she's been given is to suppress the thyroid activity. Right. Uh, and that is the neomercosol. And the, the propranolol is basically to slow the heartbeat. Okay. Uh, and it's also very good for arrhythmias and so on. So I'm not sure why she wants to take a vitamin. You know, a lot of times we tend to take these vitamins and we don't really need them. Uh, so I would say, you know, unless there's a very good reason to do so, rather save your money and use it for other things, Professor. Uh, right. So I reckon, Professor, 57-year-old wife, 35, the person is a wife, 35 years old, can you recommend natural remedies for increased stamina? I do not want to use tablets. Shukran. Well, there are no tablets to increase stamina either, Professor. So, you know, the only way to do it is to gradually get into a nice exercise program, right. but to do it slowly and persistently, not to just suddenly want to now become an athlete, you follow? And, uh, you know, do short intervals more frequently and then gradually increase the intervals and less frequently until you find you can actually do quite a, a endurable exercise, Okay. 
Assalamu alaikum. I just want to know the brown natural antibiotic. Is that good for your body? I don't know it, but so really I can't say much about it. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Mr. Yusuf. My scalp on the left side feels so tender and my ear don't feel well. I'm a 52-year-old female, 75 kilograms, and I'm on PharmaPress and Redoc. Or Okay, so those are medications for blood pressure. Uh, and your scalp is a little tender, you know. The question is whether there's a bit of a rash there that you're not able to see and maybe someone has to look at it. So I would suggest perhaps go and see your GP and see if there's an obvious reason why it is like that, Yusuf. Hmm. But I don't think it's anything to do with the medication that the patient is taking. Assalamu Professor, I'm diabetic. I get a problem with pain in my foot. The hospital is my... Pyridoxine gegeen, maar ek het net, en, maar dit het net erger gemaakt. Toe gee hulle my weer trippelen. Mm-hmm. Ek kan nie verstaan, hoekom hulle vir my dit gee nie, prof. Geef my help, kan hulle wat, want, wat ek kan gebruik vir die pijn in my voete en bene. Mm-hmm. Ok, so, ja, yeah, so this is, a, again, it's a very non-specific uh, sort of symptom. Mm-hmm. So, Whoever saw her was thinking of a neuropathy, which we see with diabetes. Uh, but I'm not sure why they gave her pyridoxine, because mm. pyridoxine we generally use to prevent a nerve problem related to treatment for TB, especially INH. Mm. So I'm not surprised that it didn't work. The amitriptyline is basically uh, what we call symptomatic treatment. So basically it doesn't get rid of the cause of the uh, neuropathy, Mm. but it sort of uh, elevates your pain threshold so that you appreciate it less. And in that way you feel better. Okay. Okay, but we need to see pain is it the same as what we call paresthesia which is pins and needles mm, mm. some people call it cramps so without actually examining the patient and going into a bit more detail it's mm. a bit difficult to be sure but basically they were thinking of a neuropathy but I don't know. Um, I was first diagnosed with IBS then two years later they showed that I have fatty liver I got no medication for it I landed in hospital with a swollen stomach, wheezing such a lot that my heart was racing so fast. They treated me in hospital, but I got no medication either. What do they actually subscribe for fatty liver? Canela, I'm on a strict diet only, but no medication. Okay, but so there's no treatment for fatty liver. And it's a condition that we see in people who are overweight and people who have diabetes. Very rarely it can progress onto something more serious, but it's very unusual. Uh, and essentially, there's no specific treatment, Budaisov. Uh, mm. Similarly for IBS, so I'm not surprised that they weren't giving any treatment. Okay. Now, the swollen stomach and the wheezing, you know, it's very difficult to put the two together. Uh, because wheezing is usually due to like asthma for example Mm. and the fact that they treated it in hospital we don't know what treatment they gave but they probably gave a bronchodilator and the wheezing stopped so they're regarding it as a reversible situation but uh, not necessarily a, a chronic problem right 
If it should happen again, then they might put her on to more regular treatment for the wheezing. Mm. Mm. But there's no specific treatment for fatty liver as such. Uh, but, you know. Good. Uh, Prof, our last one for this evening, and I apologize for the others. Uh, people, unfortunately, we can't get to those. So I'm Lekum Tuzlan, doctor. My wife is 58 years old. She had a stroke four years ago. She's suffering from neuropathy. Feet is the any solution, okay, so it must be neuropathy in the feet, is there any solution, it pains a lot at night. Mm. Yeah, but Yusuf, I think amitriptyline is, you know, probably the commonest tablet that we would try in this situation. Mm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we use tablets like Tegretol and so on as well. Mm. And maybe it's not a bad idea to actually go and speak to a neurologist and see whether they can, you know, make any other suggestions. But I would, in the first instance, try amitriptyline, but if right. the patient is not already on it. Yeah. If they are, then, you know, you might need to look at other alternatives. All right. Well, on that note, Prof, we need to close the night surgery again. You know, you're the boss. Potato. Yeah, as usual. Okay. Uh, and I should get a disclaimer for that one also. The words being said by Professor Carlos, not necessarily the truth. <laughs> that's that's the one. I think I should get that first <laughs> Okay, no, I'm not going to say it because Prof is having a little water and he's almost <laughs> choking on the water. No, I won't do that. All right, um, Professor, just to give you numbers again, of course, Professor Carla is a specialist um, rheumatologist, almost said neurologist. I know why I want to say I'm neurologist. Okay, especially gynecologist, neurologist. They all, all just, all yeah, all <laughs> just, all the just. All right, um, so, <laughs> see this now. Um, of course, you can contact Prof. Uh, make an appointment, not contact, make an appointment 021 442 1966. 021-442-1966 or 021-674-0695. 021-674-0695. And that is to make an appointment to see Professor Carla. And then, of course, they will tell you at which of the rooms that Prof is practicing at. The Prof will be at, and of course, your preference. You can then say where you would like to go, inshallah. Professor, once again, very interesting. I didn't love it, is it? From head to, okay, we didn't get the toes, but yeah, we, <laughs> we get, did. get the feet. Eh? <laughs> so from head to feet. Alhamdulillah. Well, well, well done. And I like it because I like it when people test that, you know, being a professor. We don't just give you titles here for free. You want joking. to catch me out uh, no, there. No, 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 no. I'll never do that. No, only joking. But that's why I've got all the textbooks here. Yeah. You. So you know. Fortunately, you know. You know what? <laughs> I wonder, we, uh, I wish we had a camera. You shouldn't lie to the listener. That's why I said to the people, <laughs> when I was so ill in hospital, and you said to me one evening, what would you like? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I said to you, I'd like some grapes. Well, and you up till today. That's like bringing syrup to a Yeah, up till today. <laughs> I never saw one, like they say, one quarrel of the grape. In any case, Prof, it's been wonderful having you again, inshallah. Keep you safe. And I'll grant you all the ilm. 
all the wisdom inshallah to be able to be of service to humanity for many many more years inshallah, inshallah. inshallah. and may our relationship only grow stronger inshallah shukran for all the very best safe home till we speak again assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh